Cesc Fabregas, Nessun Dorma, a tiny car and an Italy win. Ladies and gentlemen, the Euros have begun. Yes, we're underway and we've got loads to get through, believe me. I can't believe we've got so much to talk about after just one game. Uh, I'm Charles and with me to discuss the opening game of Euro 2020 are my good friends Neil and Danny. Um, First of all, boys, I know that the excitement has been palpable all day. How are you feeling after that? incredible incredible opening ceremony and first game of the tournament oh, I'm, I'm all right once i found the opening ceremony i was all right <laughs> i was just i was fuming charles from about seven o'clock because I, I didn't know where to find it and i was panicking and people were saying it's on the red button then it wasn't on the red button i didn't even have a red button on remote control um How so i was looking for this... a red button what, what remote looking... control have you got it's an apple tv other tv so I have available. Um, but it's like a. He's doing all right for himself. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking all around the house for this red button. I couldn't find it, so I had to stick on YouTube in the end. But once we, or once we got to it, my goodness, oh, wasn't it worth oh, watching? What, what a ceremony! How did they? I, I don't. What did they have on BBC One at, at the time when the opening ceremony was happening? Because whatever it was, cannot have been better than the opening ceremony, surely. Oh, they they were just they were just chatting and they were doing basically a, a massive like home nations preview. From what I could see, I was watching on my phone in a pub as I was having my tea, and I was literally like going, "You two were going spare over the fact the opening ceremony isn't on the red button." And <laughs> we I'm weren't like going. I'm just on iPlayer. <laughs> I can't <laughs> do anything about this. Um, yeah, and uh, it was basically Gary Neville. Oh, Gary Neville. I wish uh, Gary Lineker. Uh, Cesc Fabregas and um, was it Rio Ferdinand? And uh, they were just all talking about how um, like England were going to do and then Wales and then a bit of Scotland as well in the mix. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Andrea Bollicchi just just turned up singing Ness and Dorma. There he is. Called it. Oh, I was like, this is a thing of beauty. Take me back to when I was six. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's Italia 90 all over again. All that was missing was Chow. Where was he? Who knows? What a life's mystery. Disappointed. I was disappointed. There was was there a skillsy anyway? I didn't spot a skillsy. No, I didn't spot a skillsy. I did I'll tell you what I did spot, which for 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 a very, very brief moment played with my mind. Oh. I don't know if you remember when Look, it's CGI it was, and it made it look like the pitch had split and there was balls coming up from underneath the pitch. Mm. And for a very, very small second, I wondered whether I'd taken mushrooms. <laughs> and then I remembered I hadn't and, <laughs> and then carried on with my life. But I enjoyed that because I like a bit. Of, that was the one bit in the whole of the opening ceremony that I thought, that's atrocious. Everything else I thought was great. 
<laughs> that was a great um, ballerina type person behind Bocelli, wasn't there? Oh, she was hanging, string. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like hanging around. Yeah, that's a great hanging one. around, just hanging around, <laughs> waiting, wait, like we all were, waiting for kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, um, she just, maybe she wasn't supposed to be there. Maybe with that, she'd booked it originally, and then they just shoved Euro twenty twenty in there. <laughs> She the, was like the, that going, I had this booked for uh, for, for June 2021, yeah, and now you lot have turned up a year late. Go away. It piss off Pacelli. This is my <laughs> booking. All right, well, we'll come to a compromise, right? I'll, I'll sing. You just do your thing. <laughs> like Bez with the Happy Mondays. Yes, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Pan's people. <laughs> the fireworks were good. I enjoyed it. Everyone loves a firework. Yeah, like they? a good firework, yeah. Uh, especially, yeah, the, the ones that go all around the grounds. Were like, oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. They were great. Are they going to do an opening ceremony at the beginning of every match in a new stadium? Because no, that's what they should do. So they've done it in Rome. They've done it in Rome. They should do another one in Baku, Baku tomorrow, tomorrow for the Wales game. <laughs> hey, hey, talking of Baku, have you seen? You know, obviously, when in in host cities that in that host games in a tournament and stuff, they generally have bunting knocking around. Emma. Love a bit of bunting, yeah. Not, not Emma, <laughs> unfortunately, not. Um, <laughs> other Spice Girls are available, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm not Baku. trying to sell it. Oh, I thought you were. Sorry. Uh, in Baku, they incredibly they've gone all out. They don't have you know normal paper bunting or anything like that. They've got full on shirts. I've seen that. It's every oh, yes. every home shirt, isn't it? From each nation taking part. My only it concern, looks lovely. My only concern is. The Welsh are there tomorrow, aren't they? In Baku, yeah. In Baku. Mm. And a, a drunk Welshman clambers up to try and get himself a free Welsh shirt. I'm not being funny, Neil, but surely any any self-respecting Welsh fan that is out there in Baku will already have themselves a Wales shirt, surely. Wait, no, he, he's lost it. He's lost it? Yeah, he lost <laughs> right, it. Right, okay. He lost it on the plane. <laughs> I'm so thankful that England fans aren't there. Oh, could they? Yeah, yes. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to say any more on that. I agree <laughs> with you completely, Danny. <laughs> um, tell you what, though, the Italian fans are out in force. I know that the uh, the, the Stad... Is it Stad Olimpico? Is that how you say it? Um, I, call it I just call it the football ground. The football ground in Italy, in Rome. Yeah, brilliant. Um, it was only a quarter full, obviously, because of uh, COVID restrictions in Italy. But that didn't stop Mario and Luigi getting in, did it? <laughs> oh, no. Did you see it? Do you know what? I love seeing fans at football for tournaments go and dress. It's it's a bit like a day out at the cricket. It's It felt like they weren't Italians. It felt what like do you mean? It, they it put like, wingers in? Yeah, it, felt, it didn't feel like something... Italians would necessarily dress as. It felt a bit like someone's just thought, I'm just going to go dressed as the most Italian thing I can think of, like stereotypically Italian thing. Oh, what? Oh, let's go with Mario and Luigi. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Well, you Did mean you like see... when I suggested there'd be pasta in the opening ceremony? Exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see, see the guys? And this was more towards the end of the game that I noticed them. The guys that were dressed, they had um, they had paper made mohawks. On their head. So, do you know Peter Wright, the darts player, Snakebite? I think he's the current world PDC champion. He has a mohawk made properly, not just out of papier-mâché. But his wife does his hair, and he and it is always intricately made and 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 coloured. 
So he's Welsh, and so a few times he's had it as the Welsh flag cut into his hairline around the side of his head and then coloured in the Welsh colours. and It reminded me incredibly of that. It was amazing. <laughs> Did you see the baby that was asleep? wearing yes. ear defenders one of my one of my very close friends and i'll name him his name's barry hi barry hi, hi barry. barry hi barry he screenshotted that sent it to me and said think this baby was listening to your podcast mate <laughs> the cheek <laughs> the cheeky little scamp <laughs> more than likely though yeah cheeky little scamp. i hey, enjoyed the um sorry neil go no you go on i'm excited I, for what you enjoyed <laughs> i enjoyed it was <laughs> It was quite near the end. There's a couple of guys, uh, one Italian fan, one Turkey fan next to each other. Uh, assumed they'd come together, whether they were like a couple or friends or whatever. But the, one of them, the Italian fan was trying his hardest not to smirk. He was just there. Like the Turkey fan was completely disappointed. And he was he was just like, <laughs> I'm trying not to show all my emotions here. But how, I was like, come on, Turkey. There's a couple of Turkey fans devastated. I mean, come on, first game. First game how how have we got? almost 10 minutes into this podcast without mentioning the star of the evening. Is it the tiny car? (laughs) Of course it's the tiny car, Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. I mean, Twitter exploded, didn't it, for the tiny car? I mean, it was... Why wouldn't it? I I feel like we've peaked too soon, though. Is is that going to be the highlight now? Is that going to happen on every game? That's my question. Is Is that every game? Is that how the ball's getting delivered? It has to be, unless if it's just a Rome thing, that'd be really sad. I like quite, it, by the way. It's going to get boring. annoying, though, isn't it? And boring. I mean, let's no. face it when it gets to, when it gets to England, it's going to be like a few minutes late, <laughs> or or it's going to break down on the way, isn't it? On the way into the centre, someone circle. will throw some eggs at it. <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to have a what, little. Thinking it's John Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just going to go Boy. the wrong way. Uh, I, 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 I'm, know, I'm a big fan and what great advertising by the way as well but respect for that but I'm a big fan of balls being delivered yes at the start of, careful at the start of a football <laughs> match in a in more and more unique and majestic ways oh, oh how would you do it if you had the choice and it was your decision how you would deliver the match ball to the centre circle at the start of the game. How would you do it? Me? Oh, I've thought about this pretty much for the whole of the second half, Charles. Um, I would get a giraffe. <laughs> and I'd I'd have the giraffe with the ball strapped to its head. And then when it gets to the centre circle, he rolls it, or she, rolls it down its neck and it plops down onto the centre circle. Obviously, you'd get the giraffe's permission to do this. It wouldn't just be animal slavery. No, I'm not advocating animal slavery. Absolutely no, not. Okay. No, and the giraffe would be well cared for, looked after, get a good wage. <laughs> get a good wage. <laughs> Fed on leaves. Um, uh, okay. Um, yeah. All right. I, I don't really know where to go from there. I, I was thinking that there's many a time I've been at a stadium, not just for football, but for for rugby as well, where uh, somebody has parachuted out. from no, the no, sky. Get out. You're talking about rugby. Get out. Rugby. Get out. <laughs> Rugby league, not Does, rugby. Doesn't league. matter. You can't. It does. Just, no. Uh, <laughs> but, You're not allowing this, but, Danny. Danny, 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 don't allow it. <laughs> I'm not in charge. The ball, yes, the match ball, being parachuted into the stadium. That's fine. You know that, that that's happened before. What I'd like is uh, is is remember Thunderbirds, the yes. TV show. Yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. Uh, Thunderbirds, the Thunderbirds TV show, <laughs> not the football team. 
<laughs> Thunderbird 2 used to be able to carry all sorts of different containers, didn't it? One of those containers can contained the mole. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah? I would get the ball delivered to the centre circle from underground. Oh, nice. Yeah. Obviously, it wouldn't just be like tearing up the pitch to come in. There'd be like an opening in the pitch that would come open. It'd be very, mm. you know, 22nd century. The problem but, you've got uh, with that plan, yeah. Charles, is yes, moles are notorious for being blind. So there's the potential that the mole would burrow it up from underground in completely the wrong location. End up in St. James's Park rather than Wembley. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Why, hey, man, what are you doing here, pet? Don't no, we've we've had we've been written into about Geordie accents before. Charles. Well, not on this one, we haven't. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> clean wild, slate on this one, Danny. I'm going wildebeest with Sven going out on the back playing Screwball Scramble with a giant version, oh um, and then the ball just comes out of that. You had oh Sven my. just gets it's, it's got to be Sven. I like oh, it. Um, um, the only problem is that she- Sven, sorry, Sven, Sven would probably try and shag Shen. the wildebeest. Hey, now, 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 oh, you hey. leave Sven alone. Hey. Remember that guy? No, you remember that guy that said top shagger? That also goes for Sven. <laughs> oh well, speaking of Sven, so this morning I got up and immediately started you didn't looking didn't roll for... over and see Sven, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Ulrika was blocking his view, um, but um, I turned on my Apple Music and I thought I'll have a look for a cheeky football <laughs> playlist. I don't think this can be mentioned on on the air. On the and air, on the podcast. I went, of course it can be mentioned on the air. <laughs> I, 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 anyway, I couldn't find a playlist that, that contained all of the different England songs that I could think of off the top of my head. I found one playlist that included, it had Three Lions, World in Motion, and um, there was another one, Vindaloo don't go, don't was on there. Uh, yeah, that wasn't on there, you see. And, and I was like, well, this isn't a good enough England playlist for me for the day that the Euros begin. So I'm going to have to create my own. So I started, you know, looking around, popping some songs on. I've created a playlist on Apple Music called It's All Euro 2020 to Me. You can go and find it and listen to it. I added all of the England songs that I could think of and find on Apple Music, uh, including Anton Dex on the ball, which I'll be honest, is kind of a little bit better than I remembered it being. Oh, underrated it's classic. That it's is. an incredible <laughs> song. It's it a great really song. Quite We're on the ball. It, the bit, the, the bit that it's the bit that Where goes. Um, is it? Does it go? Beckham to Campbell. Yes, yeah, Campbell yeah. to. Da, 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 da. Oh, you know the words well. Yeah. <laughs> and Husky makes Love it five. Yes. Anyway, yeah, so uh, pop pop that that tune on onto it. And then I thought, right, there's also that one, that classic um about Sven. And um anyway, I popped it on, I found it, and I popped it on. And then in the first line, realized that oh, there's a reason why this doesn't get played on the radio anymore. Because it it, it basically refers to Sven having the same hairline as Jimmy Savile. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah, Ooh, yikes. awkward. Yikes. End, end of that end of that band's career. That was a yikes. <laughs> just. Yikes. Shall we talk Ooh. about the game? No, not to talk about the game. <laughs> well, can we talk but about the game? Anything but Jimmy Savile. Any, anything <laughs> with Jimmy Savile. Uh, there was a man in a mask that had a moustache on it. Yes, Did you see that. Brilliant. You, you thought for a moment you were suggesting that was Jimmy Savile back. 
<laughs> Absolutely not. Thank God. Uh, there were no. also bum bags in the crowd, I noticed. I didn't see these. Are these are proper bum bags, or are these the ones that the kids are wearing that go over their shoulder that oh, are no, like no. small bags? No, no, proper old bum bags, yeah. Like, they're all white bum bags. I don't know if they're branded Fanny ones. Fanny pack. Exactly. I yeah. love it. do love a good bum bag. I don't know what they've got in there for <laughs> Mobile a football phone? match. <laughs> Danny Brothers 2021. Uh, I do love a good bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, okay, come on then. The game. It was a little bit, well, first gamey, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, it started off, off that way, didn't it? It was a bit, it, mm. I think the, the Turks struggled all game. It seemed like the, they were panicking a lot, and that the do you the think the occasion maybe potato. got to them? No, I don't think so. I think Italy were just in their faces, and and Italy. I don't know what it was, but Italy looked a lot fitter than them and a lot sharper as well, um, which made it really difficult. I thought for Turkey. Turkey had one game plan, I think, and then as soon as Italy scored, that was it. They were playing like Big Sam style, weren't they? Just like crowding everything out. As soon as Italy, Italy, Italy. As soon as Italy scored the first goal, that was it. The, the, yeah. And by the way, here's a stat. Go on, take this. Take this. What was it? Fat Man Wes. Fat Man Wes coming up in a moment. Yeah. Fat Man Wes. Take this, Wes. That own goal, first time in the European Championship history that the opening goal of the tournament has actually been an own goal. Amazing. That's astounding to me. It is. It's quite shocking, actually, isn't it? And also quite poor. Quite poor. Quite poor that well, today good, if ruined it. Every 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 other every other opening goal has been scored by a person that wanted to score. <laughs> well, I think but that's today, okay. You know, the Turkey defender ruined it. The records are there to be broken, Charles. Oh, he didn't. He didn't really know what to do with it, did he? When it came across, no, it was like it was like it was, like, was going to be a goal anyway, wasn't it? It was going to go past him and get tucked in by the way it should be. I know yeah. that you can't. You know, you never know. It's, it was just. I think it was just the way he fell and just really like. It was half in two minds of what to do. Didn't know whether to chest it back to the keeper or chest it out for a corner, did he? That no. it was essentially... Instead he didn't either. Yeah, he, instead he put it in his own net. Yeah, poor poor chap. What do you think, what do you think about um, the suddenly Italy have been sort of fancied? Danny, I know you, you've predicted them as winners. Uh, but after that game, everyone's on the bandwagon now, aren't they? They looked, yeah. I think they looked um, pretty decent. I'm pretty scared of England playing them, a team like that, because they just look so confident, <laughs> so like comfortable in possession that I feel like England playing that would be an absolute disaster because we're not very comfortable with in possession. But oh, I don't. Know. I think you've got to you've got to leave it for like everyone to play twice before you get some sort of idea of how good teams are. Because it could yeah, be that Turkey, it could be that Turkey are just awful. You know, you don't know until Turkey have played again against Wales that you don't mm-hmm. know how good or bad that result is. Didn't, really, do. Um, by the way, didn't someone put their dark horse chip down on Turkey? <laughs> I did. They're just taking the time, <laughs> just, just easing <laughs> into it. It's a marathon. In fairness, it's, in fairness to you, it's Danny, a grand national, not a sprint. I did read. A, I did read a tweet before we we started the podcast that said uh, Turkey once again slow starters, as they notoriously are slow starters mm. in tournaments. So yeah. you could be right. I knew that was going to happen. Big Alan Shearer predicted him as a dark horse as well. He did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I noticed that at the, the start. Yeah, it was, uh, well, unlucky Alan. Also, uh, uh, potential, potential 
ridiculous piece of punditry Ooh. already. Really? Really? Potentially. Yep. They were. Oh yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, they were discussing in the in the studio after the game uh, about talk, talk to me, talk about to me. Italy and you know how impressive they were. Rio Ferdinand said it will certainly make people sit and stand up. Oh, brilliant! Well played, Rio. <laughs> That's it. How can they sit? Oh, hold on, right? I'm trying to do it now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think the Turkey defender was trying to do that when he scored his own goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to sit and stand up at the same time. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what he meant. Maybe that's what he meant. Um, well, look, every single day, or hopefully every single day throughout the tournament, we're going to be hearing from one of our friends who has a penchant for facts, I think it's fair to say. Um, we've already mentioned him. It is Statman Wes. And here he is with his very first fact of the tournament. Day two's fact. It's pretty well known that Denmark won Euro 92 without qualifying for the tournament because they substituted in for Yugoslavia who were in the middle of a civil war. What's less well known is that 1992 Champions League winner with Barcelona, Michael Laudrup, refused to be part of the squad because he didn't think they would do very well and he didn't want to cancel his holiday. I did try and find out where he went uh, but came up blank. So I'm going to guess that he went to Blackpool because why not? There you go. Holidays are important. Absolutely. Uh, I've just realised that I've made a complete gaffe. Uh, that wasn't the first time we've heard from Fat Man Wes. That's his second. <laughs> it was the first time we heard from him since yesterday. the tournament has started. So don't worry, Charles, you can get away <laughs> with you. it. Oh, thank you. I was having a heart attack that we might be having some end of tournament awards going my way. No, you can get away with that. Don't worry. <laughs> and and also, your first time he was fact man Wes. This time he's stat man Wes. Something, something else <laughs> well, tomorrow. Something else tomorrow. Something else tomorrow. That's it. That I'm is excited it. for that. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, if right. We, if we're talking on. stats quickly, sorry. Can we get oh, a stat on how big them technical areas were? Oh, they were oh, huge. I didn't, they were gigantic. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. They're huge. I think that's because it's the Olympic Stadium. Is it? No, I think um, it's, well, maybe. It's I'm, I'm just giving an excuse. Oh, oh it could be COVID-related. COVID. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Right. Completely made that up. quite boring. <laughs> just just blame everything really. on COVID. I find it worse. Yeah, I literally have no idea. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, well, look, today's games, uh, there are three of them. It's a game day that is massive. Bonanza. It's the first one. You're quite right, Danny. Oh, I love Use it. that word again. Bonanza. Say it again. I love a three-game day. Three-game oh. bonanza. They're mostly oh. three-game days now, aren't they? Most well, of yeah, them exactly. are. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. therefore, Neil loves every day. Um, <laughs> he loves every day. Every day. <laughs> every, day. every day. So, um, before we actually go into them and, and, and talk anything, we're just going to give predictions for the games. We're not going to go into them in any detail, so don't worry. You can go and listen to a more serious podcast about that kind of stuff. We're just going to go through and give our thoughts on what will actually happen in those games, mainly score lines, especially in the games between teams that we know nothing about. Um, but before we do that, Danny, I understand that we had an email. Oh, oh, we did. We did. And I think it, I think it'd be more fitting, Danny, if, if you read it. Okay. So this is from Andreas Christiansen. And this is Hello. the first email we've got that we don't know him. 
<laughs> we don't know the email. <laughs> a lot of the people who have emailed in so far, we do know them. So this was a this was a great this was a great shock, um, especially because it's come all the way from Norway. Oh, yeah. Oh, from Drammen, in fact. International. Yes, international correspondence. So, um, do you want to know what Andreas said? Sure do. Good. Uh, he said, hi, guys. I was going to send you an email anyways when you started worrying about the lack of emails. I think it was more the hassle of finding out what the email is that was stopping me. But now you made it nice and clear. Good. Uh, okay, so hi from Norway. I'm a bit behind on the listening on Group E right now. But I wanted to say thanks for the panini chatter. I just completed my book. Wow. Oh, well Impressive. done. Uh, well. It's just waiting for the last few in the mail. He says, isn't this annoying that this year they didn't they don't list the clubs the players represent? That's the one fun thing, seeing how many Italians dare play abroad, etc. Answer, not many. Another thing, the Dark Horse in the Netherlands. I agree it's a strange choice. They are a notch above that, but for God's sake, let the man choose whomever he wants. Yes. That's my opinion. <laughs> Keep the banter coming, but don't ramble on too long for each episode, or I'll never never catch up. Sincerely, Andreas. I and I enjoyed that sincerely at the end. Very, very polite, nice email. That. Enjoyed yeah, it. Very, very I nice. I do email. love a sincerely at the end of an email. Yeah. Absolutely. Can and, I... and do you know what? It goes straight into my top spot of favourite fans of the pod. Can yes. I can I just agree with him about the the fact that it doesn't list club names? I also thoroughly enjoy seeing where people in the international stage undertake mm. their club football. Um, so I fully agree with that. I guess it's probably a cost. Oh, sorry. Um, it's probably a it's probably a cost cutting exercise, isn't it? What did you just break? Well, <laughs> well, essentially, I was playing with a with a screwdriver and dropped it. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. I agree with you. By the way, I like to know as many facts and stats about yes. the players as possible, mm. and it does feel a little bit like some things have been left out. Anyway, yeah. we, um, we would like some other international. Email us. Oh, That'd be yes, great. please. And and I know for a fact that we have been listened to in every single country that is taking part in the Euros has had a listener listening to the podcast. I know that for a fact. So and in America, please. And in America, so please get in touch uh, if you're from anywhere. It is Euro twenty twenty to me at gmail dot com. That is E U R O. 2020TOME at gmail.com. Um, we also had a message on the Twits, which I, I quite enjoyed. This is from uh, somebody that I do know. Um, it's a Leeds United fan, but not the one that, that Neil and Danny already know about, who has oh. decided to go for Germany for this oh, tournament. A new Leeds fan. Yes, this is uh, Mr. Ed Dunstan. Um, he says, um, Hi, chaps. Uh, I'm listening to the podcast. Very entertaining. Thanks for bringing my attention to the Iron Brew ads. You're very welcome, Ed. Um, However, I'm gutted that Alioski didn't get a mention in the Macedonia section. Ah, yes. Um, Yes, so um, apologies, Ed. We we completely forgot about Alioski, who who has had a very good season at Leeds United, in fairness, and and should have been somebody that Danny wrote down in the research that he compiled. It was all Danny. So, Danny, if you'd like to apologise, uh, pretty sure I did write down. You just ignored it. Uh, also, you know, look, people can't, you know, you can't listen to this podcast and then and then have a gripe, really, that we've missed out 
a certain stat or something. This is, you're not going to get insight from us, really, are you? Let's be honest. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. And speaking of not getting any insight, let's talk about <laughs> t- today's games. Yes. Some breaking news first, quickly, Charles. Ooh. Oh, is there breaking yeah. news? Breaking news, yeah. Uh, two England players have just been awarded MBEs. Do you want to guess which two? Uh, straight away, I'm going with Marcus Rashford. No, he's got one already. Oh, he's got one already? Yeah, that oh, was in the bag. Give him ago. another one. He's <laughs> basically the Prime Minister. He's already got one. Come on. 2.0. They, um, is this two current England players? Two current England players, yeah. Oh. Oh. What are they? Can you can you give us a clue by telling us what the services for are? Um, you know, they always well, give four services for... I'd assume... <laughs> Probably playing football, football, I imagine. <laughs> I would think, okay. yeah. yeah. I don't think it's green grocery, Charles. Uh, is I'm gonna one go with... Jordan Henderson? It is. One is, is the Jordan other Henderson. Harry Kane? It is not. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, here we Harry. go. It was included on the list for services to racial equality in sport Ooh. for one Ooh. of them. And Henderson's was for services to football and charity, particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic. Raheem yes. Sterling. Raheem Sterling is correct. Well done, and guys. Well there's done. an... Ex England manager who has also got an MBE. I oh, know CBE, CBE, Sven. sorry, CBE. I don't know what the, what's the difference? What's the CBE? Is that uh, a different it's thing? Commander of the British Empire, I think. And Terry it's Venables. Member. It's not Terry Venables. Is it Glenn Hoddle? It's not Glenn. It's definitely not Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Steve. No, Steve McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Is it? Come on. Is it? Oh, is it Graham Taylor? No. Oh, is it, is it a posthumous one to Bobby Robson? It, it is I mean, not, no. It would have been a posthumous be a one. Anyway. Bobby Robson was a sir. Yeah, I was thinking that, yeah, to be fair. Um, it, uh, Roy Hodgson. There we go. Uncle Roy in is there Uncle with a CBE. Uncle Roy not a sir yet? CBE, this is. Ooh, Uncle Roy, yeah. Football. CBE, and I'm well done. Very well happy done. for Roy there. I like, well done, I like him. Yeah, well done. Shame about his, uh, his England... Euros campaign. It was, but we'll let him off. Still anyway, nice um, to, today's games, boys. Um, we just got time to give predictions, so I want score lines, please, uh, in these games. Um, we'll go back to front. So we'll start with the late kickoff, Will we? which is Belgium versus Russia. Danny, prediction for Belgium versus Russia. This is in Russia, isn't it? Uh, so slightly more if tricky you say for so. Belgium than it could have been. I'm going one all. Oh, one all. Neil? Belgium versus Russia in Russia. I will go, I think, 2-1 to Belgium. Mm, I'm going to go with a 1-0 Belgium win. Um, Denmark versus Finland. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Go on, the lads. The battle of the hipsters. Um, Neil? Uh, I will take a Denmark... Two Finland nil. Oh, uh, I'm going to go for a one-one draw. Danny, it's like I know it's like choosing between two sons or two daughters. No, but uh, three nil Finland. Okay, <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and and finally. Um, Obviously, a home nation involved. Wales versus Switzerland in Baku, of course. 
Are you Let's asking? With Danny. <laughs> Danny. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I don't know why I thought. Danny, Danny, you go first. Uh, what's this? Wales, Switzerland, nil nil. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, it's going to be, it's hot. But though, I, apparently. apparently, it's really hot. But I so. completely agree with you. <laughs> well, I had it pinned as a nil nil as well. Oh, there we go then. Right then. So <laughs> three nil nil ones. <laughs> I think both of them will be quite happy that Turkey have been trounced. Mm. So they'll just hold out for a draw and get a point each and move along. Oh, tactics already starting. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Exactly tell you what, though, I am looking forward to these games. Saturday, oh. it's going to be it's going to be warm weather here in the UK. Three games of football. Hello, let's have a good time. Oh. It's a shame you can't get on the beer, Neil. Why can't I get on the beer? Well, because you're being healthy. Yeah, but that goes out of the window for for a three game match day. <laughs> it's a weekend as Every well. Every day is a three-day match day. Exactly, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, look, thank you very, very much for joining us. Um, we will be back tomorrow looking at all three of those games and the ones to come on Sunday, including England. Come on, boys. Uh, yes, we're enjoying it. We're so happy the Euros are here. I'm off to go and get myself a mask with a moustache on it. Uh, while Neil and Danny are going to dress up as Princess Peach. This podcast is a proud member of the FanHub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey.